Hello, hello, people. Hey, family. Welcome to Vibrations. The uh, vibe drive. Yes, yes. I'm human. I'm music. So today, we are going to have a little fun. We're going to do a bit of storytelling, story <laughs> guessing, story building. I don't, know, I don't know what we call this. But uh, what we want to do is we want to take one of... Uh, one of the songs that we listen to on a regular basis and just you know instead of people watching and talking and trying to build a story on what we see based on how their actions and how they're moving we're going to take the lyrics and the lyrical content in these songs and create a story for you guys you know because it could be about the the direct story from the lyrics or it could even be how we felt like the song came together you know some ratchet some classy it depends on the mood exactly so today's song is going to be tell me by groove theory yes both of our one of our personal old school favorites um, you know, from the nineties from our girl Emile and Bryce Dallas. Okay. So, you know, let's let's give a little sneak peek into the song just in case there's some people out there who don't know the song, which I would be greatly I'd be thoroughly surprised. Gravely disappointed if you've never heard this song. Like there's so many songs you can forget, but never this one. opening you like all right i know where we at <laughs> so what what do you think get what, what is your guess with, um, this, with this kind of story my dad asked me about who me who else would you be talking to um okay so here's what i see i get very like love jones vibes from it and I always have and i think that's just because that when it came out mm-hmm. um how it sonically it sounds how it's timeless but it sounds very like fresh for that age like mm-hmm. that 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 era in music um so i always get very like jazzy love jonesy like you walking down the street like somebody stole your bike kind of vibe like just a very um smoking word spoken smoking word spoken word double snaps kind of thing for me um leather jackets dark lipstick Super tinted eyebrows, off color makeup, a very specific time. <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> what do they call them? I call them mom boots, but what are the boots? The little the go go boots. Yeah, but they were pointy at the toes because oh, everybody wore them with jeans. I really don't know. There's a name for them. <laughs> I, I called call them mom boots. I don't know. You call them mom boots. I call them just regular go go boots. I, we both could be wrong. Most likely. Um, Mom on the go boots. <laughs> there it is. I got black kid boots. Right. I got black kid <laughs> boots. Okay. Um, but yeah. I got a leather skirt that matched these boots. Yeah. Boots. Ooh. Ooh, with the leather jacket. With and the, the leather. long trench coat type. Yes. With the turtleneck. Because we couldn't tell if we was cold or hot. Oh. Because the skirt, the skirt would be short. <laughs> that's like the air when you wore short Uggs together. But that's neither here nor there. Side. Really, we're off topic. But yes, continue. So, yeah. So, that's the picture that I, I, I feel when I hear that song. I also feel like this is an era where in like... Black men wore tunics mm-hmm. and had very like comedy Erica Badu vibes, like with koofies. Yes. And um, beige, 
Yes, earth tones. Very earth tony. I feel like niggas weren't wearing shoes. I mean, but niggas' feet was also a little different. Yeah, they were. They, well, mm, they were ashier then. I feel like. I feel like niggas moisturize their feet now. No, I feel like they moisturized them then. But if you were an athlete, don't they use Vaseline. That. Yeah, no, I think it was this. If you're an athlete, you did not expect hygiene. Like you expect hygiene, but you'd expect it's true though. How many if you think about all the products that we had in the nineties, so many products that protected athletes from so many different things that they were just nasty. Athletes <laughs> foot and jock itch and all the other different shit. I mean they still have because, I mean they sweat a lot. You can sweat a lot. That got shit to do with But if you know, but if you were clean, you don't even have to worry about that happening. You can't just be hopping how, on the field, hopping out, and change. I know. What, we, oh, because I said niggas wasn't wearing shoes. Yes, niggas wasn't wearing shoes, and I was thinking about the feet hygiene from that. That sounds I'm sorry. like a trigger for you. It might have been. <laughs> In a past life. Good God! No, I mean it's a trigger for it's a trigger for me for <laughs> for other reasons, not because it happened to me. Just to put that out there, okay? Because I know how y'all like to give her like, mm, you know, he's talking what like he's talking personal. It's right. No, no, that's why I don't. Okay, standard Yo. is key. Okay, oh, keep it clean. <laughs> Take showers. <laughs> scrub all parts of your legs and Fucking feet and toes, please. And put moisturizer <laughs> on after you get why? out. Okay, so back to the song, right? Because <laughs> we're getting sorry. so off topic. I still don't see a whole bunch of niggas starting cars with their feet. Look, we can talk about this all day, but we're gonna let that go. So, yes, okay. So, the mom episode we need to do, right? Pet peeves, Ooh, that sounds like something we can talk about. So, yes, so the mom boots, certain time, certain mood, and vibe, yeah. But the the, the songs to talk about the story, what's the story that you're giving me? So, mom, she's her mom and her mom boots, right? No, 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 okay. So, she's she's in her 20s, she's in her 20s. Um, pull the lyrics real quick because I gotta read them in my head while I'm so she's in her 20s, right? Yeah, she's in her mid 20s. She's probably most likely living in Harlem. Okay. Um, or on the east side of LA, because that's where all starving artists like to start. Um, you know, she gives me very like Nola Darling vibes. Like she lives in like this very open space. And she's okay. like curating it for herself. Yes, but all, but also very political in a way. Yeah, but not so much like fight the powers that be feminism, but more like I don't shave my coochie and you can't make me. Okay. Kind of vibes. Okay. And yeah, no, that's definitely Nola Darling. Um, I don't know why. I think this is because I know what the artist in group theory look like, but I also just see like very natural hair. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I told you the long leather trench coat for no mm-hmm. reason, the leather skirt or like the low rise kind of flared jeans. Okay. Where's she headed? I feel like she's walking <laughs> down the street. At she's she's going to meet, um, She's going to Bella Nocheck to meet her homegirls. <laughs> We're no longer in New York at that point. Uh-huh. No, no, I just, I just, it's really upset me and my homegirls. Um, no, she's going to meet her friends for um, cocktails, probably a cosmopolitan. Or, you know, if she's feeling like she needs to impress a nigga, a, you know, whiskey or a bourbon on the rocks or something. Um, at a really, like, dark bar. Mm-hmm. Where, like, they have, like, red lights on the table. Okay. And they do spoken word on Wednesdays. Because for whatever reason, it's a Wednesday in my head. Okay. Um, and, you know, she's just, like, she's giving me very, I just got out of a relationship. And I ain't really trying to fuck around with these niggas. But, you know, all right, I'll come out. Let's see what happens. 
Have a good time with your girls. Yeah. Um, you know, very safe the last dance. Okay. Interesting interesting point. Okay. Now now what happens at this point? Um for me. So they sitting there, they chilling or whatever, and a couple of spoken word artists have gone. And, you know, she kind of like, this is cool. I'm feeling it. But she catches, like, this nigga from, like, I don't know, like, the creature of the Black Lagoon. Like, he in the corner corner. Uh, I don't know why he got dreads. Okay. But he got dreads. Are they, are they well-maintenance? They are. They're, he He's giving me very, like, Morris Chestnut best man vibes. Like, very, like, clean cut. Kind of like, why would okay. he be here? So a tall, muscular Jamaican, right? With some long dreads. Let's, let's see. No? Too much texture? No. No. that That's true. Um, but he's not Jamaican. He's just real ethnic. Okay. All right. So he's into his oils and his incense. Yeah, the nigga smelled like frankincense and myrrh. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm getting the vibe now. All right. So he the kind of nigga that wear a vest with no shirt under. Oh, God, yes. Very he got a body. Tail. Yes, because he got the body for it. Very and he wearing these very loose linen clothes. So things is moving a certain way. You like, ooh, eyes, I, eyes above the neck. Okay, sir. Disclaimer. Like, this is not no fantasy shit for me. This is the epitome of what I don't want to happen. Right, this, right. This is the, all within the realm of the song and what's happening. Um, so now, okay. So so now you have your, your, your protagonist... Potentially meeting, you know, this, this this mysterious stranger. Okay, so she has to have a name. Um, what are we going to give her? Her name is, you know, she's of the 90s, but she Majesty. Of the night, I was going to say of the 90s, but also born either in the 70s or 80s. So, her name is Majesty. Majesty, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Majesty. Give me very, uh, what's her name? Tony Morrison vibes. Okay, so Majesty. What yeah, are, some. What old. about this this gentleman then? This this no shirt under the vest. <clears throat> um, Derek. Because every nigga in the nineties was named Derek. All right, Derek. Okay. With two R's. Oh, wow. Oh, two R's. I see. So Derek. Yeah, literally Derek. Okay, I, I like. All right. So what Derek happens Jerome. when? Okay. So He's what got happens? two names. Right. Is now is Majesty still at the table with her girls as Derek is approaching them, or does she see Derek and she decides to walk over to him? So she sees Derek. Derek sees her seeing him like the Fresh Prince. All right. And she was like, "I'm gonna go get me another round." So she gets up and goes to the bar herself. Hmm. Um, and then he kind of sees it. So right before she pays, he kind of like steps in like a creep from behind her and was like, slides his car. is like, this one's on me. So like, they start talking or whatever. And she's not really feeling him at first. Cause she's just like, wow, this nigga smells like he bathed in coconut oil and took nothing but a shot of black seed oil. Okay. Um, so she's not really feeling it. But she kind of like, whatever, like, what else I got to do kind of thing. So, you know, she lets her pay for the drink. They're chatting it up. Her friends know that she ain't been back yet. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is where the first verse, yeah, the first verse, it goes, I've been doing my own thing. Love has always had a way of having bad timing. But to my great surprise, ever since I looked into your eyes, I had one question for you. So this is kind of like what's going through her head. She told him, like, look. I'm out here doing my own little thing. I ain't really looking for this love shit, but whatever, because it don't never really work out for me. Right. She's not taking herself too seriously. <clears throat> She's not. 
But in her head, she's like, damn, like, I know this nigga smells like an African apothecary, but it's something about him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something about his eyes. It's something about the way he's approaching this. It's like, something about his demeanor has got her intrigued. Um, so, you know, she's like, if this go- in her head, if this goes any further, I, you know, I got a question for you. So now I want to hear, I want to hear your setup. Okay. Well, the, all right. <laughs> I mean, let's say, okay, I'm going to read the, the lyrics of the chorus and into the second verse. So tell me if you want me to give you all my time. I want to make it good for you because you blow my mind. I promise, boy, that I'll be true. You're the perfect find. So tell me if you want me to. So, you know, now she's like, all right, I'll, I'll kind of piggyback off of the let's let's join our story. Okay, okay. So I'll continue what you started. Right. So basically, she's just like, all right, you know, he's cool. I'm not I'm not expecting, like you said, to get anything out of this. But what's kind of interesting is that we do have some sort of attraction, but that's not enough for me. So, yeah, you know, you know, what? while I'm into this attraction that we have, let's have our fun. Why not? Mm -hmm. We're both adults. We're grown. We can kind of do what we want to do. Right. So going into the second verse, we're playing on. Now, if you thought I'd sleep on this, boy, you're wrong, because all I dream is about is our first kiss. So I think let's play on that. So let's say she decides to invite him back to the house, you know, invite him for some more drinks. I think she has a, a moment of passion with him. Okay. And I think the next I love morning. How you said a moment of passion. It's yes. so 90s. Yes, exactly. A moment of passion. Okay. <laughs> Had a moment of passion in the sheets and the silk and sheets at that because it's the pleasure. 90s. So you got to have the, either the red or the black silk sheets. It has to be black because they didn't buy really, the I was going to say red. I was just going to say red. Yes, but it's New York and it's the 90s and this this bold woman of the 90s at that. So I could definitely see a red silk. No, bed. she was bold. She had on white silk sheets. It's I'm gonna, I'm, gonna stick That's my I'm gonna stick with my red, my red silk sheets. Okay. okay. Are they crimson or are they fire and red? They are crimson. Okay, I could do crimson. Yes. You said fire and red, bro. I was gonna like, somebody have to drop that back uh, off. Crimson. The well, you know, uh, it's gotta be a little deep. All right, all right, um, all right. So you know, you know, he left. You know, he didn't stay over or whatever. But now she's like, damn. Now I'm thinking about you. Like, mm, I really wasn't supposed to like you like this, but I did. Like, we engaged. So now, moving on to the lyrics, and you're the first one to make me feel like this, and she just got out of a relationship, so it's like, damn, I ain't, I ain't felt like this in a minute, and this is the one opportunity that I can't resist. No, no. All right? So, and then she goes on to say, boy, you know the deal. You're wondering if the words I'm saying are for real. So now I sound like she woke up in the morning, she decided to call this nigga, and he's shocked to hear from her. there is no texting. Right. At this point, you know, yeah, exactly. There's no texting, y'all. Y'all can't just slide in a real smooth message to see what they're going to say. So you actually got to engage. So think about the nervousness she got to go through. Like, damn, I really got to admit how I was. She got Alicia Keys most death this, uh... Right. What's that song? Uh, you Don't Know My Name? Yeah. She got to have him wash down his, uh, his collard greens cornbread with a hot coke, a cup of chocolate. First of all, heart attack. Heart attack, and then it sounds Who like a bonus. Who drinks cocoa with soul food? It was a video. None of us were really accounting for that. I happened to see a meme about that. It was like, did anyone catch, like, that mix of food and drink? Like, it's not like his stomach should have been hurting after that. <laughs> Wonder you don't know my name. She, he don't know any name because he didn't have time to stay to catch him. Okay, ah. he had to make a run. So did, so did Derek... <laughs> Leave his number on her side table. How I think, yeah, I think so. I think, 
I think what it was is that he offered to give his number instead of going home with her. But she invited him after, like, you know what? I'll take both. I'll take your number, but let's okay. walk me home. So he handed her a business card because all niggas have business cards. Yes, exactly. Everybody had a business card. It made you look professional. It made you look, okay, I'm approaching you. What's she, what's she calling You can have so many hoes with a business card. What? Okay, you know how many hoes you can have? So was she calling a landline or was she calling? Did she calling a pay- landline. She picked up her big old phone. Or his beeper. She pick up her big old phone. You remember the big ass receivers in the nineties with the cords, but they all was color coded. It was like the uh, the uh, the iPhones of the time, so you can get them in baby blue and pink and oh yellow and red, or the huge cordless ones you yes. had that were the size of two and a half. She, I feel like she has a corded phone. She seems like a corded by phone. Her bed. Yeah, right by her bed. Yeah, picks it up. She's still Next naked a little bit in her yeah. silk sheets, and she calls Derek. Good morning. You Good morning, beautiful. <laughs> So about last night, um, you know, I know I told you, you know, I, I really wasn't um, looking for anything serious, but I, I feel like, you know, we connected, like, like I feel like we both can kind of agree that We've we would like vibing. to do, you know, we would like to do this again. I mean, how do you feel about that? And I feel like, you know, for him now, he's like, I mean, I don't know, girl, you playing games. Like one minute you telling me you ain't trying to mess with me and we do and then you know, we, we, we do the deed and now you're talking about you in love. So I can't tell what it is you want from me. So this is where it comes back into the course. Tell me if you want me to yes. give you all my time. Yes. You know, I want to make it good for you. Yes. And she's saying, because you got more appeal than any man in this whole world. And baby, I got to know how you feel. So now she get trading it back over to you. How, what's going on with you, right? And so I feel like they go on a date. And the date is cool and everything is great. And I think for now, now she's starting to realize, damn, I wasn't trying to fall for you. But now I kind of am. And I feel, and you know, okay, you know what I mean? Okay, so because so now it says, sweetheart, it's time that I let you know I don't want to rush and we should take it slow. That's him talking to her. Hmm. That's what you think is going on? Okay. I think it's him talking to her. And the only reason I say that is because like he's going to entertain this because he does realize that she just, you know, she did say she got out of a relationship, you know, indicating that she's a tad bit fragile. Mm. Um, so he's like, look. I'm feeling you. You obviously you feeling me. I you know I'm, I'm digging your vibe, the approach, how direct you were. But let's slow this down a little bit. Right. Like let's really get to know each other. Like, right. like you know we should take this slow. Cause I I can see myself loving you, right. and I know we can help each other grow. Cause you know all niggas love to snap their fingers after they rhyme. You are my sun and my moon. You are very hung up on the love Jones. I am because I mean, because why not? I mean, it just it just fits. I feel like it just fits. It does, and I think I do like I like the fact that it's playing on the '90s vibe, where there were people who were okay with being sexually engaged and not really making a thing of it. Like, and I mean, that still happens in modern I mean, day, but I feel like it was uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like it was flourished out of that particular era, because the '80s was just raw, nasty, get down with the dirty, and the 90s was more of, okay, we can have friends with... Right, we can have friends with benefits kind of thing. That became a thing in the 90s. It did. I feel like that... Correct. And so now we're playing with this storyline, you know, where it could have just been a friends with benefits, but she wanted more, and he was allowing that to happen. He was allowing to explore in that kind of way. Which I think... Trigger warning. Does not happen now. I don't feel like people understand that how emotions and sex go together so that people are either like I have to be emotionless and then we can fuck and be friends with benefits 
or even if you have an inkling of like I enjoy your company kind of vibe because I might even say like I like you or love you but if you enjoy someone's company mm-hmm. outside of just knocking boots mm-hmm. then they'd be like oh bro she pressed me homie she look I'm not even hold on bro I just wanted to go get ice cream because it was hot my nigga right but at the same time I feel like there's that double standard because there are guys who want you to you know who want women to give relationship benefits but don't want to be with them True. Like you want my time, you want me to make you a priority, but I'm nowhere on that list for you. Cause you left me already. <laughs> I've been waiting all day. So like in this story, I you know I feel like it's it definitely a lot more flirtatious and a lot more honest, and it's a Mutual lot more understanding. Right? It's it's not. I feel like you know this song doesn't really talk about the pressure of getting to know someone. It's more of the letting go and let let it be. You know, and I, I think I like that about. I think this is one of the reasons why I do love this song and why I love the story that it gives me. Because, like we're talking about in this story for Derek and Majesty, I think you know Majesty is a, is the kind of girl who's just like I'm just trying to figure my life out. I don't know everything, especially because you know she's in her twenties, and in your twenties you're exploring so much that you never really know what it is and. That you want. That you want because you don't know who you are yet. So, and, you know, for this kind of girl, for Majesty to to ask Derek, you know, of like, how do we get to know each other without putting the pressure on one another that this needs to be something? Like, yeah, it can be, but do we want to start taking it there? Do we want to just let it, like, enjoy each other's time? Like you said, enjoy each other's company before we start talking about the real things. So, question, because we never addressed his age because the way he's sounding in the story sounds like he's older than her i was i I mean in my mind yeah i agree i definitely viewed him as old not much older but i definitely had feel like he had some years on her to where that's also what made her a little like this could be different because you're gonna have a mature state of mind and i can we can figure that out and actually talk about it you know what i mean because young men i mean unfortunately under 25 it's hard for them to be that honest in a relationship right All, all they're really focused on is do we look cute together all right, do you have ass? Not do we look cute t- together. I mean, come on, it's true. Niggas don't want. I mean, <laughs> sorry, excuse me, excuse my language, but a lot of guys Nigga, don't. <laughs> I mean, a lot of guys don't. You know what I mean? They want. They want somebody on their arm. If you, if you, if I'm inviting you to family functions, going out with friends, like they want a girl that looks a certain way so they can show them off. Like, yeah, that's, that's me, assuming bro. Assuming you make it to those functions. Yes, I mean, and we're also <laughs> talking modern day because remember our story is set in the '90s. So with an older gentleman, you know what I mean? It's a little yeah. different because playing with the playing with the age game was a lot different then because it wasn't a big deal. Dating older or dating younger wasn't that oh shocker. And I feel like now it is because we are very more very much more sensitive to the age difference because over time it became a very big gap in a lot of relationships that we've seen like i feel like once you get to 15 to 20 year difference it's like that's a little too far if y'all can see my face right i mean shit i mean to be honest 10 is 10 is the most for me i feel like in my life like my choices 10 is enough that's too that's just enough to where y'all can still see have the same experiences like that as far as entertainment pop culture lessons and technology the way dating is arranged i'm not going over five i feel like 10 is 10 is decent no no not for moi 10 is decent not for moi I don't, me dating a 40 year old man now makes me uncomfortable. Really? It does. Interesting. It does. I don't know. I felt that, I mean, I did, I felt like, I did feel like that 
when I was 20 to 30. Like, if it would have been me 20 and someone else being 30, I didn't think of, I don't think of it bad now that I am 30. You know what I mean? Because I think about, like, okay, you can have this relationship. Yes, there will be differences, but there's also a lot of things you can take from one another. I can never date a 20 year old boy. I can. I can. I could. I mean, let me say that because we're both, you know, we're both partnered. Like, I could see it. I don't see. I don't think there's an issue with age as long as the person is either one mature enough to handle the situation. Because no, but you may never know. You can't say that they're not. Everyone's experience is different because everyone matures differently. Now, we're just, t- if we're thinking about people in our lives and we're thinking about what they were at, like at twenty, I understand why you're saying no because you're like all them niggas didn't know what the fuck they were I doing or how they problem felt. Problem if I say, babe, can you come over? And he's like, yeah, and then I'm like. The whole point of you coming over because I didn't want to go out the house and I don't have no wine and you can't go get it for me because you're not even 21. That had a change in a year. If it was 20 to 30. That's assuming they last that But that's because we're also assuming, I'm just saying 20, 20. Like, I, there could be any range of 20. It could be 23, 24. I personally, at 30, do not want to date or think about dating anyone under 27. Eh. I don't. 24. I feel like that's a fair age range. Six year difference. That's still. That I may mean, work that, for you. I know. It but, is not for mama over here in these party streets. I don't know. Mm-mm. You learn. Everyone's I, different. I get it. It though. is. But I just, I don't know. So coming back to Majesty and Derek, this is that since you only want the five year difference, that would make. No, 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 no. No, um, no let's put it in the story, though. Let's l- hear me out. Okay. So let's make Derek 32. And let's make Majesty 28. Okay. That fair? I mean, I'm not her, so it don't matter to me. No, I, I, we're telling the story together, yeah, so I feel okay. like that's fair, okay? okay he's a 32-year-old man. Now, if he's wearing the shirt with no vest, let's assume. Oh. Let's assume. <laughs> Wait, does he have the uh, Tyree Sunstar tattoo? No, God, no. Okay, I just want to We're make not sure. doing the Lenny Kravitz, Tyrese, First, Sundial around the belly button. I'm sorry. Lenny Kravitz is, that is exactly the vibe I get from Derek. I know, but I, Lenny, let's do Lenny Kravitz in the 90s before the tattoo on the stomach. Because I just, I'm sorry, I'm not a tattoo on the stomach kind of person. Oh, ne- Not for guys. I feel, I feel like it's just I have to weird. think about it. No, I'm not either. It's just weird. Whether it be an animal, a sun... A moon. It's not on his stomach. A it's name. Top. Top. Fear God. Tupac had the A life. smile. It was like. Exactly that. I'm sorry. Y'all can hate me for this. I wasn't for the thug life across the chest. I think y'all just liked it because he was a thug and it was just sexy that he was just exuding his thug energy in that but way. But Tyrese reason this sunburst at his navel is just not. I'm sorry. I know, he, I, know he re- I know he regret that. I feel like we ain't seen his stomach since. Like, all them years, he regrets it. I know he did. By this time, he should have taken that Transformer money and got that shit removed. I mean, but. you know, this, he had the same dude who had the eyebrow piercing, and he had all kind of other piercings. You know, he did? Yeah. He had a lot of piercings when he first came out, but he started taking them out over time because they kept telling him it doesn't work with your image. Oh. Um, he had a nose ring. He had all kind of stuff. Oh, I, I, do, I do like a nose ring, though. Nose ring is cool. I mean, everybody had it. Like, there's a picture of Tyrese and Tupac. Both would have their nose rings. But like, I do like a man with a nose ring. You don't have to have it, but I do like a man with a nose ring. It's not bad. It's not. But when you putting together nose ring, eyebrow piercing, other shit pierced, like, this. Oh, yeah, because he also had this. He did. Like, yeah, there was a lot. He had a lot. So, I think all together it was like, that's not cute. He was very wild. Like, you're very cute, but that's not cute. 
Okay, so Derek is Der- Derek is chocolate. Yes, Derek is chocolate. So he's giving us, you know, he's 90s young kid. Tyrese with hair. Um, you know, dreads, long. What does he do? I feel like he's a photographer. Is that see now we're playing down Love Jones? <laughs> but I feel like I he's gonna, a photographer. I was gonna say that, or like an artist who just recently got his stuff put into an art gallery. Ooh, he runs a gallery. I like. I he, like. I like it. He runs like. a gallery. So what does Majesty do? Majesty is currently a receptionist, but she is tracing her dreams to be a playwright. Um, and currently. Well, still working on her screenplay of her life. Feel triggered. Mm. (laughs) Working on the screenplay of her life that she's been working on for like the past couple years because she's just now taking it seriously. Okay. Um, But before that, you know, she got her stuff published, like some poems and things published. Like. Okay, so you know, imagine so she's a writer. Now, now that we're you know we're getting to the the end of our our lyrical content because you know after this the chorus is repeated and I think at this point you know they're vibing each other now that their lives are coming together at a head him running and operating his gallery and her being able to be with someone that lets her express herself creatively especially with her being a playwright she needs that. So I think also him being older and being more supportive and understanding the things that he had to fail with in order to get to where he is, he understands, mm-hmm. like, it's fine if you're still working on it. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's mm-hmm. not about being perfect. And I think that's one of the things why they vibe so well in the beginning of the song. Like, it's because of the fact that he's been making you feel comfortable. And now it's like, damn, now that I have you, you still are. And what do I do with that? Like, I hope I'm... You know, what I'm getting out of it, you're getting the same from me. And I think, you know, from the perspective of Derek, what he, you know, I think what he loves about Majesty is that because of the fact, again, that they were honest with the kind of relationship that they wanted with each other. And he's never been with a woman, especially a younger woman at that, who knows what she wants. And so that's what makes Majesty attractive to Derek. I agree. I feel like, you know, with the age difference as well, he's had a little bit more experience than she has. So he's mm-hmm. grown up. Mm-hmm. You know, he definitely did have some of them fuck nigga ways, mm-hmm. but he quickly realized like he couldn't live his life like that. And so he normally doesn't approach women in bars, but it was something about the energy she was giving off that he just was like, I have to figure this out. So I think he was open minded from the gate um, where she was a little bit more closed off. But mentally, she was like, this shit is weird, but let's just see where this goes. Mm-hmm. Um I like it. I yeah. think Derek, Derek and Majesty is the story that we we put together, and I, I think I like the the way the that we leave it off of wherever they go off in the sun. Yeah, you know we but, won't we won't go into further details the kind of future that they have. You know whether they stay together or not. I think either way it's amicable and they're yes, happy. Yes, and you know the song "Tell Me" is it's just that's what it's about. It's about making us feel good in the moment. It's okay to just enjoy what we have. Let's not think about so far into the future that we can't enjoy the present. Precisely. I think you know I think that I think the lyrical content comes together about that about that subject. Now, side note, I had a theory. <laughs> and it also kind of plays into some details that you gave uh, that I thought was very similar to the real life uh, story of how Groove Theory came together. So, you know, um, Emile uh, LaRue, she was a receptionist at a label. That, I did not know that. Yes, she was a receptionist at a label. I can't remember the label right now, but that's how she met Bryce Dallas. They were, he was already working on music and stuff, and, you know, he happened to talk to her at the desk. 
And they got to talking about, like, you know, she's like, why well, I'm a singer. I actually do do music. I'm just working here to get my experience so I can learn the music industry. He's mm-hmm. like, well, cool. I'm looking to work with somebody right now, somebody new and fresh that I haven't worked with. And maybe we can come up with something. Mm. So they go in the studio. They start playing with some stuff and realizing, like, we really work really well. Fire, yeah. You know what I mean? They were like, and, and, I, and so for me, my theory is the lyrics, even though they play on a love story, I think they play on their love for, for music. music. I like. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I've been doing my own thing. Love has always had a way of being having a bad time. And like, as much as I want to do this music thing, it never never seems to be on time. But to my great surprise, when I meet you and look in your eyes, only question I have is, tell me if you want me to give you all my time so we can do this music. Okay? As much as we want to think it's love, I think it talks about that. It's the love of music. And there's a lot of, like, songs that are like that are out there. People gravitate what they think it's about because i mean there's even songs that we think are about sex and they're not about sex at all but it's just the way that it's being the way that the tone and the, the, and the, the energy expression being and right the content yeah. and unfortunately sex sales i mean most of the most popular songs are very sex suggested you know yes. what i mean yes so it's just like i just i like i mean my that's my theory with it and i kind of like that because it just tells me how creative they really were to take a subject it's just about the love of music but made it sound so sensual okay friend you know okay come on with a little yes, musical background yes, yes i mean you know you got to break it down a little bit when you when you do your research on these people you got to know these stories so when you walk in a room and you happen to meet them you know these things you don't want to look stupid start saying stuff that ain't true but they be like mm, you've been definitely re- reading wikipedia too much but oh. <laughs> it was like that ain't true at all um but yeah that you know I, I think that was a great story majesty and Derek, y'all i think we, we should make a return in the future with them you know maybe that maybe that maybe that will be our characters maybe we'll use those names to build our our stories around with so, these songs okay i feel it i like it majesty and Derek. you know i feel like those are very timeless names <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. This has been another production of Vibration. That's right, y'all. Okay. If you check out our pages, we are on Instagram. It's Vibrations, one with the Y instead of the I. And then there's two S's on the end. So Vibrations, like the word is also vibrating. Um, also, you can find us uh, on YouTube. Same thing, Vibrations. Um, and soon we're going to be posting on other podcast platforms. So please look out for that. Um, my name is Human. I'm Music. And we have enjoyed talking to you guys. Bye, so, family. See you later.